Welcome to Safe Word Podcast. Uh, on the show today, uh, my old friend from what? Fuck. When did we? When was the Just for Laughs Festival? When Russell was there? Yoshi Abiyashi, everybody. Like he needs to be introduced. Uh, um, that was summer of two thousand three. Three? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And I'll never forget this. Walking through, first of all. It was a Just for Last festival. Russell Peters was doing a gala, and Gavin Stevens was doing the Uptown show. And uh, after the uh, festival, I was walking through the uh, lobby of the Delta Hotel. That is correct. Yeah. And uh, you came up to me and just dropped a bag at my feet and go, Jason, uh, you're Russell, I'm Russell Peters' friend. I'm in a rush, but do you want some porn? That's right. That's right. And you pulled out. Wow, you're. Pulled I can't out a believe stack. you mem- uh, well, have a good memory. There's another beat to this yeah. because at that moment, you gave me a stack of unlabeled DVD porn right. from a former company that you'd worked at. And not only that, you gave me your email address a card or something. Yeah, with a number. And what was weird, you called me exactly a couple years after that. Yeah. On, on, on a day before I was going to Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I was going to Denmark for first time or something. So it was really odd. Yeah. I was like, um, I knew you, you were a comic and that you would hand it. Well, okay. First of all, you were associated with porn industry for many years. Did you give porn to Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson was at the <laughs> Adult Video News convention yeah. in like 2000. I saw a video of you handing Mike Tyson. Yeah, and we follow him, and we would tell him like, "You should, uh, you should pick on this girl. Yeah, you should check out this girl." And yeah. on, and I took him to the company that I used to work for, Evil Angel, which happened to be your my Canadian favorite son, Drake's favorite porn company. Also, uh, Peter North. Did he's he work, Canadian. He, was Sudbury? Is he alive? He's alive. He he um. He's done uh, scenes for Evil Angel, if I remember right. And I think he's interesting. He's Canadian, but he's also partly Native American, if I remember right. Is that why he comes so much? Because of his repressed um, indigenous uh, thing? I know they try to sell a lot of supplements and things like that, but he's just, he was born with that gift. <laughs> it's, it's, unbelie- it's just unbelievable. It's like. <laughs> It's like a digging a hole in Saudi Arabia, although the well, oil, I mean, the heat is Canada's best. You know, um, better than Michael J. Fox? <laughs> I'm talking uh, a, a fam- oh, so this family much, ties. Uh, you'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised 
uh, equal, equal, equal number of people Tom seeing Peter wor- uh, Peter Noah's yeah. work than Michael J. Fox. Yeah, that's true. But a lot of people know who Michael J. Fox that's is. True. A lot of people don't know who may, but they know the guy who comes a lot. And He's, you know, I remember one year um, before I was even working for Evil Angel, just like late two thousand one. Now, what, explain to people when you worked for Evil Angel, you were not on camera. <laughs> so Evil Angel is still one of the biggest porn yeah. company, and um, it's funny. I, I wrote to somebody today saying uh, they were the first ones doing the tattooed suicide girl kind of porn crossover. A lot of the girls were kind of alty. They're more famous for that term Gonzo. Yeah, and uh, for. Um, so a little bit of porn history. In 60s and 70s, one way to protect yourself from the government is there should be some kind of artistic value to the pornography. Mm-hmm. There have to be some kind of... Uh, like Max Hardcore? <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're jumping around too much. So... As long as there was a, a story, some artistic stuff, you're more protected. Who reviews this? That's what I want to know. Who has, who sets these standards? Is there a guy with a Bible and a laptop? There's a, you know, like, uh, what is it, California versus Miller case. There's a bunch of different cases. Yeah. And um, they put those stories because to protect themselves from the government. Now, historically, most of the porn was made in New York City, uh, 42nd Street, also known as Deuce Second, um, which was also named by the show on HBO in San Francisco. Now, the f- film made in San Francisco was uh, more artistic, I think. There's more storyline. Because New York more, City stuff had a more. Porn tends to have more of a story to it. What kind? Uh, gay porn. They, they were making romance. some gay, but many of the classic Golden Age porn was made in. Made in um, San Francisco. In fact, there was a movie made by Charlie Sheen and is this, Emilia Is this Estevez. on film? Yes. This is film porn. We're talking 70s, early 80s porn? The whole using yeah. your camera and film scenes yeah. was basically created by my ex-boss, like John Stelliano, uh-huh. which was Gonzo. Died of AIDS. He's still alive. He has oh. HIV positive. Okay. Now, um, so I got what, a picture so, with him somewhere. So, so what happened was, uh, there was a case in, I, I believe, early 80s. Don't call me. It's in the 80s. Basically, LAPD went after pornographers saying what they're doing is basically essentially prostitution. And I don't remember the name of the case, but uh, pornographer won. Now, there was issue in New York City that, that the pornographer in New York City getting tired of dealing with cops and they saw this new case in, 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 in L.A., they were protected. So what happened, many of them from San Francisco and New York moved to San yeah. Fernando Valley because in San Fernando Valley, unlike L.A., which is north of L.A., there's a lot of these complex with the big buildings and warehouse was cheap to rent. Oh, is that that famous L.A. neighborhood? That, uh, uh, fuck, what's it called? Every time I heard somebody in the porn, say, oh, I live in so-and-so. I live. Well, I mean, a lot of it's like uh, 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 Chatsworth, that's it. Van, everyone uh, lives in Chatsworth. Uh, That's where everyone fucks. Yeah. Chatsworth. It's a nice neighborhood, isn't it? <laughs> so all the Tarzana and places like yeah. that. And uh, um, so that's why all the pornographers moved there. Um, you know, we just had an anniversary for 9-11, um, you know, a little over 10 days ago. What kind of cake did you have? 
Okay. <laughs> My original plan was move from. I was getting tired of living in Washington doing comedy, and I was just tired of living up there. And I was tired. This of is being, after Seattle. After Seattle, because you started in Seattle. Yeah, I, I, I was just getting tired of living up there. Yeah. So the original plan was I was going to move to New York. So my uncle and aunt signed a, a lease, uh, renting a place down in the Bleakshire, you know, uh, in a village, West Village. One, one of the, yeah. I, I'm not exactly the name of the area, but it's on the Bleecker Street. Expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Very expensive. But there's a lot of rich white people there or well-off white people and their nail salon. And they signed a contract on September 10, 2001. <laughs> and I was supposed to move in. <laughs> Become a bookkeeper, you know, because I don't know that technical skill of uh, putting in nail, but errands during the bookkeeping, things like that. Well, obviously, September 11 changed everything. So I was ready to leave pornography for good. And yeah. when that happened, I didn't have a place to stay in New York. I know it's expensive. So it shifted from September 11, 2001, from moving to New York to L.A. So, um, you know, I, I got into porn because... They made a lot of money with even those small retail shops. Uh, me and my friend Tana Manu, and of course, we were friends with Brody Stevens. Mm. So we even went to the porn convention 99 together. So, <laughs> But it's it's really weird looking back. Like That might have been the peak, right? 99, 2000 for porn? Yeah. Or, or, I, 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 personally, for me, things started getting shaky around 2007, 8 when the financial crisis hit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also because around the time 2007-8 there was a technological event that changed uh, porn business personally the iPhone? oh very good yeah yeah and 97 was another innovation Um, obviously for a few if you know this one Fleshlight Viagra oh so Viagra Chlamydia went up in retirement homes (laughs) no you know that that everybody was getting STDs in these elderly homes because all these guys that had their dick up on a gun rack for 20 years now have got a little lead in the pencil and all these senile little broads with the hairiest piss mitts you've ever seen in your life are getting hate-fucked by guys who were in the First World War. And do you know uh, when Pfizer was working on that medication, it was actually for heart condition and... Uh, yeah. And and uh, it wasn't giving the result of people... Uh, well, FDA needed. So they're disappointed, but something really weird happened. Many of these middle-aged older folks keep asking for those pills, and they wouldn't say anything for a long time. Embarrassed. Eventually, somebody kind of mentioned the fact that it's been good, uh, improved the relationship with their wives and girlfriends, and they, they were puzzled. So this is a happy accident for Pfizer. It made billions and billions of dollars for them, you know. But it was originally meant for heart. Do you think COVID is a happy uh coincidence for visor <laughs> only thing i would say is i'm just trying uh, to get demonetized that's all <laughs> only only thing i'm gonna only thing i'm gonna say is uh i i don't believe this is a natural thing it was no. man-made you know yeah and and then some people might say like well you hate chinese or whatever but uh there's a laboratory called wuhan laboratory in wuhan you know yeah, and you hate chinese I don't hate Chinese people. Maybe just the ones I you hate grew everyone. Up with. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, no, I know, I'm, I know you. You hate like I hate everybody. Yeah, I like you. You're fun. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's clear off the table and get this party started. 
but anyway, um, I, I I think you know we, you and I one, one thing we have common. Uh, well, one of the major comments we're unbelievably unsuccessful in entertain, entertainment business. <laughs> just unbelievably. Uh, I know. It's just staggering how unsuccessful you are. We have a lot of very successful. Our friends are superstars. Yes, extremely successful. We but we are (laughs) unbelievably abyss. The bottom of the pit, unsuccessful. Just a complete hey retard in entertainment business. However, because we've however however one of the things that. made that possible because you and I, we have this obsession about traveling. Yes. And a part of the reason is, although I've never lived uh, in your hometown, I just saw a glimpse of your town and I understand why you have the obsession with travel because your town remind me of my hometown, Osaka. It's, it's a heavily industrial, probably have a very limited amount of resource for education, helping underprivileged kids, a lot of violence, a lot of substance abuse, gambling, yeah. and dysfunctional families. Yeah. I mean, it, I it's mean, a poverty I, I, thing. That was like the, that's the whiff I got just looking for three, four minutes. We're talking about Hamilton, Ontario. Yes. Now, you've actually spent a day or two in that city. Yes, a little bit. I think so. When Joe Coy was opening up for Russell, I think you were there? No, no. Ten years what I did was I, I went to uh, Niagara Falls on a good side, the Canadian side. That is a good side. Buffalo side is the, the it is a, it's, it's a fucking Beirut of America. Um, <laughs> Buffalo's gross, and it. I went specifically to see Stephen Fry because I'm a huge fan of his. He was performing three shows, and I I could what only. What band is he from? What Stephen Fry is from? What famous rock and roll band? You're getting confused with somebody. He's a, one of the greatest English comedians of all time. Oh, okay. He's in Harry Potter, but he's also done many, many books. And uh, he is stand-up comedian, English. comedian and uh, intellectual of the highest level. And yeah. he's a comedian. Oh, he, this, what yeah. shows does he host? Oh, uh, QI or IQ or whatever that uh, intellect... Uh, BBC uh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's tremendous. He, he What's wrote, stand-up like? Very smart, yeah. so clever. He even played Oscar Wilde in one of the movie twenty years ago, and uh, he wrote a book about uh, Greek mythology. And and um, there's a three part, three nights. That hotel was so expensive. I could only afford one night. So what I did was, I stayed for the night, watched one show, and next day watched the second show and left. You know, just couldn't afford. Yeah. So I saw two out of the three. Would he do like one of those British style comedy shows where it's an hour, a break, and another hour? I don't know how long it was a show, but it was captivating. And he was yeah. talking about Greek mythology divided by uh, gods, heroes, and uh, humans. And uh, talk about interesting stories. But um, my dad, uh, I have Japanese name. I grew up in Japan, but ethnically Korean. We're, we're disadvantaged. It's almost now, like why the, is that? Like, look at to anybody outside, your uh, Japanese name, Korean in Japan. Uh, you, my ignorance would tell me that sounds like fun, <laughs> but it wasn't. Well, I don't know. Was it fun for uh, Irish to live under the yes. English rules? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not uh, okay. Now that you put it in a white context, now I can relate. And also. 
the ethnic Koreans are divided, even even Japan, like in Northern Ireland with Catholic Protestant, oh, because okay. some people support the South, others support North Korea. Is it religious or politics? No, it's it's. I don't think. Well, that's a tricky question because yeah, I know. you have cult of personality in North Korea. I guess some people say that is a religion up there, except they force you to believe that religion. You know, but Koreans are traditionally very Christian. The southern South Koreans, yes. Um, I don't know. This is terrible to say, but I always thought those <laughs> Korean people who are Christian in America, I always thought they had slave mentality. Yeah, it's a culty thing. I've seen some of the uh, um, Korean... Uh, There's Moonies. Filipino churches and stuff, and it, it has a kind of like uh, a cult David Koresh thing. Waco, it almost looks like Waco, Texas. Well, you know that we're Presbyterian. It's a, it's a branch of Protestant. Mm-hmm. Prisbeer, the beginning part of that word means elders, which is very compatible with the Korean culture, which is you look up to elder men in the society. And Not you, falling you, for that again. You can't, well. yeah. You can marry and have family. So um, many Korean people were immigrated to Southern uh, United States because uh, they're religious or a uh, minister or whatnot, you know. Just like. Japanese, some Japanese figure out ways to immigrate to the United States, 70s, 80s, by um, becoming a sushi cook, chef. Ah, interesting. If you have a different skill set, you'll find yeah. a loophole to come to the United States. So I met plenty of chefs, like they didn't give a shit about sushi, but they just want to come here. Yeah, you So they it. learn tech, just remedial skills and uh, they'll find a way to come here. Yeah, Despi- it's, like a, it's Despi- like a Swedish mm-hmm. nurse. Yeah. They can get a job anywhere. Uh, Japanese. A lot of Filipinos go Scandinavian as a nurse, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So um, travel, because my dad, he had disadvantage, couldn't go to college. He wanted to travel. I think that kind of shit just burned into my mind when I was a kid. Yeah. So I'm, I'm immensely obsessed. And COVID or no COVID, that didn't stop me. In fact... One of the many things I believe in, few things I believe in, uh, whenever whenever people are fearful, go fearless. Yeah, when there's blood in the streets, you buy. Buy. And when people are afraid to travel, last year was yeah. one of the best years for me traveling. Okay, because, let's go through yeah. the list. I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but this, to people who are watching, um, your... your Look, your tour regiment was pretty good. We've run in, not run into, but we've we've navigated it. I've ran it. Yeah. We've worked together in six, seven, eight countries. Yeah. At least. And, um, but over the last you, you were year extremely, and a half. You, you were extremely helpful. Uh, changed my mind about that because I was, um, when you invited me to the rock show, a rock club, and they're doing comedy, that was the first show in I Finland? worked. In uh, Finland? Denmark, when Denmark. I worked for you. I couldn't believe how many people actually came to see comedy in foreign country. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked how receptive they were with my show, you know. They come and, out to see me. Yeah. And they're, they don't expect any bonuses. Yeah. And, and when you were, you were a definite bonus. And they, they, they loved you. <laughs> they, they like dark humor. Remember when the guy yelled at us in Norway? I yeah. didn't come here to be insulted in yeah. front of my wife. <laughs> I think Norway, Sweden, they they uh, nice people. They struck. Um, this is just being. Look, Oslo is I'm just, not great. Yeah, Stockholm is not great. But all the surrounding cities around these capitals in Sweden and Denmark 
fine. You can go. Sorry, in Sweden and Norway, yeah, they're they're kind of like their own uh, politically. Challenged. I'm just generalizing, but just I'm just saying average comedy audience member. Yeah. I just that. Danes had a uh, stronger stomach. Oh, they, they had a stomach for those terrible things yeah. that we were saying stage. They come with an empty stomach so they can throw up blood. Yeah. They're into it. That's why I I like that a lot. And um, I I made I made this word of, there's no such thing as uh, geo laughter, geography, geo like. Yeah, geo laughter? Yeah. Um, um, it's like colors in a rainbow. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, yeah. some some... You look, you know, you go from one country to another, yeah. you get a completely different response. Yes, that's what I mean. Uh, completely well, I, different. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to make sense like same guy, same material, different laughter or no laughter, yeah. or they laugh even harder than you're, you're used to. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure Like you notice, I don't know how it is in Canada, but if you go northeast part of the United States, you know, places like Boston, Philly, New York City, they tend to be more aggressive and sarcastic. Yeah. But if you go from there to far west, more you go west, people more tend to be earnest and honest, and they're not sarcastic. In fact, sarcasm is not a like a well-used uh, myth of a humor in places like Washington it's and Oregon. It's weather-related. You think so? Most definitely weather related. Why do you say that? Well, because the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is in Scotland and it rains 300 days out of a year. So, uh, they're, so they're miserable. They're miserable. The more worse the weather, the better the comedy. That's the rule of thumb. But it rains a lot in Seattle and Oregon and they're a bunch of woke motherfuckers, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, try Vancouver. That was a great weekend, by the way. Me, you, and Bronson, and uh, I really love it. Yeah. I love doing shows in Canada. I don't. I don't think there was ever a time uh, I didn't have a good time. But Vancouver's like very underrated, you know. I mean, I don't know what it is like now after uh, Me Too and woke shit, but um, I do like doing comedy there, and it's interesting. Norm didn't Norm McDonald had a joke about. Um, Oh, oh, somebody was somebody was okay. Somebody was talking to Norm about Canada is kind of like when aliens saw America and they trying to re replicate. Ah, uh, photocopy. Photocopy. It looks like America, yeah. but just a little off, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's almost like invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. Where it's like everything. I mean, Canadians to... could say the same thing like America, like yeah. they kind of look like us, but dumber and uh, violent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Canadians always tell me. Yeah. You guys are dumber and violent. Dumber and violent. Canadians uh, have a sense of uh, immortality because of the free health care. Yeah. When you're worried about... Health- Very polite. Yeah. Uh, it's all bullshit now. That After I've lived in Austin for the last six, eight, nine months or whatever it is now, um, Austinites, yeah. Texans in general, Austinites. Remember when that lady paid for my groceries at Ch- in Chinatown? <laughs> I was shocked, man. I was shocked. I told him like, "Why did you do that? You shouldn't have done that." <laughs> and then you I pretend did you didn't that. know me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lady. I was so high in the. Your car didn't work for some reason. It was a Canadian yeah. debit, and it didn't work on a. Um... And there's an Asian lady behind you. Just pay for it. And then I, I was so high. I was so I smoked a huge joint. I was so high, and I just wanted to eat those candies. Yeah, like the food that looks like toys. Yeah, and they're really sweet, and that lychee juice that I like. And yeah. uh, anyway, the lady. Uh, my car didn't work, and I was so embarrassed. I pulled my stuff aside and said, "You go ahead. My friend's coming. I'll yeah. work this out." And she goes, "No, no, no." 
Now she's doing Southern hospitality against Canadian uh, uh, politeness. Yeah. So I'm like, no. And she's like, yes, no, yes. And the lady behind the counter is like, listen, you're both nice. Fucking let's move this line. Yeah. We're here. Anyway. She was, puzzled. Nice she was puzzled because I told her that you did something wrong. Well, you, by yelled, helping you. you yelled at me and pointed <laughs> and go, There's a, he's a racist. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, but the food's so good. Um, <laughs> it's still nice to see stuff like that happen. Oh, it's great. Uh, nice. You, I got stabbed at Tim Hortons in Hamilton where in Austin, the lady here paid for my candy. You know, um, despite what people say in media and things like that, I, I I met far more nicer people in this country, and I could say the same thing with Canada. Sure, but media they don't make money unless they say something negative and upset people, divide people. Did you, you say you, negative? You have that funny joke about in Canada, uh, my dog. Oh, the news is so sad that the, yeah, yeah, my dog's pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great joke, and it's 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 it's, it's true. <sighs> There's nothing. Things are not as bad as people think it is. No, I'm sorry, but you know. Well, that's the the uh, you know if you're feeding off the tit of uh, the internet for information. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, confusion in that, and uh, most of it is apocalyptic and and grim. I don't know. I don't. I. I'm fine. We're fine. But because we don't have a cunt wife and two fuckhead kids, yeah. And <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, like I said, it's terrible to say this, but COVID was actually a good thing for me. You know, my life got better, I, significantly uh, better. I paid off all my friends, paid off the government. Um, you know, um, I got a bunch of stuff done. Uh, I was able to buy a car. I, I, yeah. I did more travel last year than any other. Well, mostly domestically, but uh, let's go through last year. Yeah, because I just want everyone to see or hear. Uh, okay, it's it's twenty twenty, January first, twenty twenty. What yeah. what did that calendar year look like for you as far as flights out of the U.S. and beyond? You were um, like. Like Middle East, I saw you at some. There was a bombing, and you were standing in a blown out house. Oh, that was a year before, but January of last year, I was in Europe, like probably like a good month. You're the only person I know that flies to Europe to go see musicals. Yeah, I I, I, I did that. <laughs> um, uh, I was in Eastern Athens, yeah, London, and a couple other places, and basically. Five or six days I got back from Europe, all this COVID restriction started when was I was... March? Yeah, when I was doing a show with uh, Russell in um, Denver. In fact, we did a show Thursday night, fine. But the Friday show, governor passed this cre uh, uh, um, rule that you can only have like 40 or 50% capacity or something like mm -hmm. that. And you know, a couple of people in the group said... Oh, I'm sure it's going to be done in a couple of weeks. I, I, I know. My gut feeling was, I don't know why, I thought a couple of years. I don't know why I thought that. Oh, I remember why. Um, I said 60 days. Um, and I was being generous. So when a tsunami hit, all the animals acting weird, the human didn't notice that, yeah. you know? 
I remember I, I get my haircut in New York City. I tried to get my haircut in New York City in Chinatown. And uh, this lady that cut my hair, uh, fantastic job, you know. All with a straight razor? <laughs> I've had haircuts with a straight razor. Yeah. Um, Chinese people have Chinese New Year. And they work all year. Once a year, they have a chance to go home and visit their family. It's a very important thing. Million, hundreds of millions of people. Oh, they fly right back they to travel the motherland? Be, they travel uh, within China, and they fly into China okay. once a year. The airport must be fucking insane, insane. time of the year. <laughs> Chinese airport during a holiday? This lady texts me and says, Hey, something is up in China because of COVID. I am not going to China this year. So I could cut your hair next two, three months, no problem. She's coughing on the phone while she's yeah. leaving the message. <laughs> There's something wrong. When I heard a Chinese person that who, who family is very important, and there's only one time, uh, you know, one period in a year they could do that. And for oh, that, serious? For them to foregone yeah. that, I just knew yeah. this is a bad news because uh, Chinese government will not tell the truth. So people, among people they talk, clearly she must heard something, that something awful was going on. And for her not to go back, because they, their, the family strongly told her not to go. When she told me that, I knew this is something serious. Yeah, it's like an Irish guy not going back to Ireland for St. Patrick's Day. Or uh, somebody from Louisiana, I'm not going to uh, a Mardi Gras. Yeah, it's like, oh, sh- sh- across the fuck up. <laughs> no. So when, when that happened, um, I did Denver. Then a couple of days later, I went to Phoenix uh, and uh, stayed with my friend Stan Chan. And I was ready to go. I know Stan Chan, do I? Yeah. We're, I was ready to go to New York. That's when they say, hey, you know, the things have been, we've been reading, things been, we've been listening. I think it's a really, really bad idea to go to New York City. So once you stay, and I thought maybe I'll stay there a week or two. Um, In New York? No, uh, Phoenix. Oh, oh, Phoenix. So I ended up staying there for four months. I didn't know that. Safer. The desert during a, an outbreak? Dry, hot weather? It kills COVID. There was, there was never a concern uh, of getting COVID because I'm middle of nowhere. Yeah. I, was, I was more concerned with getting uh, bit by a rattlesnake, <laughs> a giant spider. Have you seen? Uh, there, yeah, of course. It's in Arizona. I know, but how are they? Uh... They make sounds, man. It's very clear. <laughs> yeah. I make that sound to get a seat on the bus. And kids don't like it when they hear it. Because I got a, a kid's rattle duct taped to the end of my dick. And when I shake my <laughs> hips, it goes... So I, I was there. Um, my biggest worry was wild pigs. Um, spiders spider. that were bad. I mean, they had spiders. This, they're just walking across <laughs> that um, middle, middle of the street. Yeah. Right? They, they and their bodies are so high off the ground. Yeah, that's what makes it weird. It's like you're all legs, and then that big meaty hairy body with the thing. Yeah. So and they jump and and, and the heat. You know that yeah. was my biggest worry in four months. But after four months, um, enough was enough. Uh, also, uh, I'm going to make clear, Jason. I don't know if you agree with this. I just don't think most people deserve to be happy. No. I don't believe that because... I definitely don't, but I am. I believe it. Oh, you don't believe that? Oh, I believe that everybody should be murdered. <laughs> Is that worse than happy? <laughs> well, you're going a bit extreme, a little bit more extreme than me. Well, no, what I'm saying is when the COVID thing started, uh, 
there's a good percentage of Americans who are giving subsidy from the government. They didn't have to go work. They have plenty of free time. Still miserable. What I'm saying is, you were given the opportunity with all the free time and resources going at you, coming at you. If you're not happy with your life, that was a perfect time to change your life. And if you didn't do it, how many chances you fucking want to get? You know. Yeah. So if you, if you didn't take advantage of it, which totally. I did, I would say I did eighty five ninety percent. I took a bunch of online classes. I I worked out every day. I wrote yeah. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so what, what? I was so happy for the world to stop. It was a. a that the first few couple of months were a little unnerving. Yeah, um, just because of the uncertainty of whether. Or what not, were you like March, April, May, June, July last year? I lived over by the Magic Castle. Oh, so you still were in L.A. I was in L.A. I left April first. Yeah. April, no. April. Yeah, April first. April, May, June, July, August, September. No, May first. May, June, July, August, September, October. Yeah. yeah. May 1st, because I flew back to L.A. November 1st. Okay. And then I was in L.A. till from November 1st to December 15th. And that's when you moved to Texas. Texas. But that, that time, I, uh, when was the, um, the Black Lives Matter uh, protest on Hollywood Boulevard, the riots? Uh, I, don't, I don't... Those weren't even good riots in comparison to the years earlier that I've seen... Uh, Riots in Los Angeles right. it seemed to be pretty small. It was just Hollywood and Melrose, and they were just stealing shoes. Well, um, some murals. When I left, I anticipated le- more. When I left, <laughs> when I left late July last year, um, it was combination of things. But so little, pe- so few people were traveling last year. The flight was so cheap. Yeah, I took advantage of it, and. Uh, if you're interested in, if you live in the States, one of the cheapest way to travel within the States is flying out of Vegas. Yeah. Because most of the flights are going to Vegas Friday, Saturday. Those planes have to leave, but quite often on Friday and Saturday, they're empty. So whenever I need to go someplace far, like from uh, West Coast to New York, I was leaving from um, Vegas like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And quite often I was getting ticket flights. Sometimes it's lowest, like $28, yeah. $35. So I... The I taxes tra- are more than the tickets sometimes. Yeah, well, sometimes Uber costs more money to go to airport. Yeah. And uh, last year I, I went 45 states. And I, I literally went just about... You almost, traveled to 45 states last year. Yeah, I, I literally went to just about every riot... <laughs> uh, aftermath I went to You know Like where Brianna Taylor Got murdered Michael Brown uh, You know All these uh, People got murdered Protests And things like that Because I I really want to know I really needed to see In person Well first of all I love traveling it gave, it, it, it gave me excuse to go But I also want to See in person Instead of just relying On what other people say Things I have read Or media because um, one of my favorite journalists, Glenn Greenwell, he said New York Times, the vast majority of subscribers of New York Times are 91% liberal Democrats. Well, they're no longer... In my it's biased. I mean, if your customer have a similar shared one position, 91% of it, you are in profit for business. You don't want to say anything to lose subscription, you're only human. Yeah. 
it's a little biased, you know. Um, so I went, I, I traveled all those places, and January of this year, I went from L.A. to D.C. for inauguration, then um, D.C. to New York, then New York to Lisbon, Dubai, Kazakhstan, South Korea, Vancouver, Canada, I got back to L.A. It's a whole loop around the world. I've never done What was done Dubai that. like at that time? Completely open. Yeah. Uh, sh- I love Dubai and Doha. I never made it to Bahrang. Next year is going to be great, <laughs> right? Is what we were trying to get to. Well, you know how crazy I went last year, domestically speaking? And mm. t- this year was pretty hybrid, a lot of domestic and some international travel. But next year, I think that next year is going to be my, probably will be one of my most uh, challenging year traveling because um, I know. I already know I'm going to go um, Thailand, Philippines, uh, stuff somewhere on the way to Dubai from there. Um, I want to go to a bunch of other European countries I haven't been for this research thing that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to go to where all the Nazis fled in Latin America. You know, I have an interest of that. Are you staying? Do they run Airbnbs now? These ex-Nazis, um, do they have like... Can you get it like? I usually do a combination <laughs> of things like uh, check out, do a little bit of like. So um, I like wikitravel.org. Uh, if you put specific city, they'll tell you places to stay, oh, okay. uh, what crime you should be worried about, you know. Um, I tried to do all the homework before I visit places. Yeah. Then I did some um, research like Airbnb, you, if there's such things, youth hostel. Yeah. Uh, hotels and um, check all three combinations see what's the least uh, um, yeah. costly way of staying um, but also um, for example like I call I stay in this what is this um, one of these youth hostel I don't remember Clink I don't remember the number 82 or so, I don't know what country England uh, Clink I didn't know until somebody explained Clink means jail in English oh yeah, yeah. you're in the Clink yeah and once I find out that uh, uh, lodging is relatively the same price, then I pick whichever is closest to places I'm going to yeah. visit. Or uh, in case, if if you find too many um, similar prices, I usually like to best hostel. Then they have a list of a hostel and they give you an explanation why they're good. This particular place I stayed in London, uh, it used to be jail uh, and a courthouse and uh, they made a youth hostel out of it. But what was interesting, the center room in the youth hostel, they didn't change. It looked like it's still the courtroom. Ah. And that's where the clash, cuts, cuts. The, 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 the band clash got prosecuted. Ah. And uh, so if, if the prices are right, then next thing is I specifically check each youth hostel and see is, is there anything unusual about that place. Yeah. I remember going to this youth house in uh, Bucharest, uh, Romania. One of the uh, special treat is if you pay like five bucks, you get the fucking gypsy. They teach you how to throw axe. Oh, so so I almost got killed because one time I threw <laughs> that thing flew back. I mean, it barely missed my head. It bounced off the yeah. wall. Yeah, and the attending goes. Oh, that was close. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Look at my what eyebrow. Do you mean? You didn't, why didn't you tell me about that part, right? First day. Yeah, but um, there is like a specialty kind of thing for the youth hostel. So every time I go, 
I wanted to go interesting neighborhood. Uh, you know, you got to like comfort. Yeah, mix it up. Price, distance. But if all things are the same, then I start checking other things. It's like if you like two girls and you like both of them equally, they are equally in looks and personality, everything great, and you're having a hard time choosing which one to marry, for example, then my suggestion is check their mothers. Because the, if one mom looks skinny and looks aged really well, other one's fat and disaster, you, you know which one to pick. So Fat disaster. She doesn't complain about dishes. So even like used hostel, <laughs> fat <and> disaster. <laughs> I check anything unusual. Like even even things like you know this is adding different flavor to travel. Like yeah. I did it one time. The best laundromat in New York City. That was really interesting. Best pharmacist, and there was a history to these places. You know, so those are overlooked. These are overlooked. Even, Gems. Even simple things like learning to get. Toothpaste or something could be the venture. You should um, cherish this moment, you know? That's the difference between, look at... Regular travelers who spend hundreds of dollars every night staying Marriott. Just so they can have a Big Mac in Tahiti. You're giving this money to this big corporation. What I suggest to you is that do some little bit of research and you get mom and pop, you're helping those local economy by staying there. The best and also, needs money. You, you get more personalized, nice f- friendship a lot of these facilities, you know? So, and you're going to learn way more of the culture in any country if you're dealing with people that have had businesses in these places for sure. 100 years. You know, you're getting generational uh, insight and knowledge of what the area is like. So wikitravel.org and highly uh, the Jesus Christ of uh, budget travel to Europe, Rick Steves from Washington State. Oh, uh, Rick Steves. Great show business name, by the way. He, he is the greatest uh, budget travel to Europe guru. And he's been on 60 Minutes and he lives in Washington State. And uh, you see so many travelers to Europe with Rick Steves' book. Quite often, if you have that book, you get discount youth hostel and hotels. So, you know, uh, you don't have to spend a million dollars to have a million dollar experience, like Rick Steves said. Yeah. So, I highly recommend travel. And uh, another thing I have to say be polite to f- people who work in uh, airline industry, flight attendant. Yeah. Um, for, I, I know this sounds It could free- save your ass. Save your ass. And two, you don't understand. Uh, the they, they, they actually train in uh, uh, security and uh, protecting people in, during the emergency. They're not just people who serve your food. They actually have a lot of responsibility. And I think because COVID and people have been uh, locked up, I've seen more outbursts at airports and <laughs> airplanes. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. It's it's getting worse, man. And I think people are driving crazy. And I think they want to get out of the. They want to travel to other places because they they want to get away and and have a moment of uh, uh, peace, you know. But um, be thankful that uh, adjusted to inflation, traveling is so much cheaper yeah. than our my grandfather or dad could imagine, and be be very respectful to the, the flight attendant because they really are. This is a luxurious time for people who want to travel. Yeah, and they, they provide- get out there, people. Mm-hmm. Get your passports and fuck off. Wherever you are, if it sucks, leave. And travel. Travel. And, uh, get to know the world better. And, 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 and 
this part, I think the foreigners are always right. Like, they're always complaining who wins presidency in the United States because it impacts foreigners. Mm. And the only way the Americans could make a better decision is if we travel more and know other countries too. And I, ho I hope we do more of that. But sure. Especially I, with I, all the misinformation out there, the best way that you can educate yourself is to show up. Yeah, and we're just talking to foreigners because they definitely have opinions that Americans are not used to hearing. Yeah, Thanks and French people don't hate Americans. They're they're more matter of fact, and they they directly. I mean, at least that's my experience. You know, yeah. so uh, don't have a fear. Travel overseas. Millions of people do that every year. And uh, please stop telling me like, oh, you're so envious of me traveling. Like, you could travel too if you really want to. Thank you. Uh, where can people find you besides on a flight out of town? I mean, I guess Instagram, I guess. Yeah. Yoshi Ovashi, uh, Instagram. Uh, if they want to email me, it's dumbyoshi at gmail.com. I used to have a Twitter account, but some motherfucker stole it, and Twitter wouldn't help me retrieve it. Shit. Even though they know they, it was stolen from me. But yeah, it's weird. So Give like, them back. And again, your PayPal. Yeah, Yoshi Ovashi. Give them some fucking airfare, you pieces of shit. Or, Every little bit helps. Yeah, I, I, I think you might be able to find me also at that dumbyoshi at gmail.com but I, you know I, 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 I will earn my money to yeah. travel but it, it's nice uh, I could get that but yeah I miss it I'm sure you fucking miss traveling overseas yeah. you know this is the longest I haven't been traveling in uh, 20 years overseas right yeah I've always been traveling I mean there was a period like fuck you were going all over Scandinavia all these weird places yeah. during shows I would do average Thailand 10 Dubai. countries a year yeah but we're gonna get back to that actually I've made a short list of uh, things Canada US Denmark Finland Norway Sweden Poland Germany Iceland Switzerland France and Estonia those are that's my short list for Poland Poland's great um, I wanna go to Poland did you go to Krakow Krakow was beautiful, yeah. and uh, Fuck, I, go. I was surprised. Uh, I want to see it, somebody it, poo in Germany, like the homeland of log eaters. Um, Do you know? If, if you're interested, uh, they're. Uh, I'm interested. GGG, which is triple G's. I think they're called uh, German goo girls. Ooh. And they're in like Hamburg or something. And um, if, if you fuck on film, you don't have to pay. But if you just watch them film, at least this is a couple of years ago, you pay X amount of money. You could stand around and kind of watch them do these sex scenes and things uh -huh. like that. But, um, you know, I think Six Straight is returning back to Germany too because Red Light District is back. Um, Thanks, Germany. Greece. But I don't know. Red Light District in Greece. It's, it's great. Hunchbacks? No, they're beautiful girls. I mean, you, yeah. Because the Greeks are Orthodox and the Russians are Orthodox. You see a lot of Slavic women there. But I don't know what's going on in Netherlands, Belgium, France, Germany, um, Spain, all these places that prostitution is legal. Pimping is not. Yeah. But um, I haven't been to those countries. So, But well, yeah, well, I'm sure... Um, you'll see me and Yoshi at a whorehouse new, near you in... But also, Jason, I hope you mix around by going other places besides Europe, too. You oh, know? for sure. Anybody Asia, Middle East, and Africa, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, I've been to Africa six times. I've done shows in Africa. Well, Long Beach doesn't count, but okay. Oh, oh. shit. On that note, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, check out Yoshi Abayashi. <laughs> it's Obayashi. 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 Yeah. That's what I said. No. I'm too hard on the B. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm 
very white. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, yeah, there's stuff coming out. There's stuff coming up. Things are happening. Thank you. Bye. We would like to see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop.